Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Christian coming at you from our very first podcast. Welcome to the Anime Branch. It was an idea that my bro Edgar started, and he kind of just gave me this big invite. But basically, what it's going to be doing is we're going to be talking to you guys about anime, giving you all the rundowns, kind of like a little snippet of each. So there will be spoilers. And without further ado, my boy Edgar, who created this. Actually, we created this. I just came up with the idea, man. Don't yeah. give me every all the credit. <laughs> no, but the way we came up with this, you know, in the very beginning was I was sitting on my couch and I was listening to a basketball podcast and I was just thinking, man, this is really cool, you know, that people get to talk about something that they love, something that they, you know, in, enjoy. And, yeah. and I, I was, you. you know, I just looked up and I have an anime scroll right above my TV. Don't we all? And, <laughs> and um, once I saw that, I was like, man, I wish I could do one about anime you know i don't listen to many of them you know i only know of one really good one there's and not too many there really isn't there really isn't and i was like man i think we can definitely do something with this and i you know i talked to a couple of people and they were like oh you should do it you know but they weren't giving me that confirmation and then i text you and you were like let's do it let's freaking do it we can right. definitely get that going by the way with that text message we literally just got back from a convention so like i've been doing the convention game here for about like four or five years now and I'm happy that I'm able to bring a lot more people into it. I got, like, a good big group going. I got, like, 12 people that go with me just about now every year when I go. But we just got back from Otaku Fest down in Miami. And I wake up to the text message be like, Edgar was like, bro, I have an idea. You want to hear it? I was like, hell yeah, man. You want to do a podcast? Jumped right on it. Literally jumped right on it. Um, you were able to just, you know, find somebody, you know, that can definitely help us out. You know, shout out to Matt right here with us. And... You know, here here we are. You know, like let's get this started, man. The, you yeah. know, first thing you know, we gotta we're not gonna talk about uh, the first anime we're gonna talk about is one of my favorites, um, the Seven Deadly Sins. Hell yeah, man! Something you know that's uh, very impactful, and I learned a lot from this anime. You know, because it, it showed me a lot of just a lot of things. You know, that I can take you know to use in daily life. It's a good starter for a lot of people who are just getting into that anime groove. It's really good. It's Within its third season now, the fourth is about to come out here within the next couple months. It's a really good anime to get started into. It's not super, super long, but I know it's one that's going to be keep going. Yeah, it's definitely something, you know, we, we can definitely talk about for hours, you know, but we're going to try to keep it minimum. Again, there's seven deadly sins. If you don't know the story, um, you know, Christian could go into more detail about that. So just give yeah, us man, like a quick rundown about that, man, if you can. Yeah, man. So like the basic, the basis of it is you have this kingdom called Leonis. There are three main races. You have the god, the goddess race, the demon race, and the human race, of course, with us all humans. And we'll get a little bit more into the character development, but basically there's a captain. He creates this team of seven elite warriors who basically are the ones who defend all of the kingdom. They work together hand in hand, and they're the ones who, you know, if anything happens, hey, send out the seven deadly sins. There's seven of them, like Edgar said here, so we're only going to stick to three at the moment. Um, and they're going to be three really good ones that we all grow to love as you watch the show. Like, you wouldn't not love them. Yeah, definitely we're going to start, you know, with the main character of this whole series. Um, you know, the captain himself, the dragon sin of wrath, the captain. Hey, captain. Hey, captain. Meliodas. Yeah, man. Meliodas is a freaking slayer. He kills it, literally. He's insanity. He's a definition of insanity, dude. Well, you know, go ahead, man. Just tell us a little yeah, bit about man. Meliodas. I got you. So Meliodas, like I said, there's three main races, right? You got the goddess race, the human race, and the demon race. Meliodas happens to be the son of the demon king from the demon race. And when I say the son, like, he is the strongest. His power is unfathomable to those other than his own father. Like, let's be real here. His father is probably the only one who's even strong enough to even compete against him. 
he was basically in charge of an elite group within the demon race, who we'll get into that a little bit more, but he led them, and then he kind of decided he didn't like the way that I was going, because it was looking like the demons were going to basically eradicate everyone on not only the goddess race, but within the human race as well. He kind of had a change of heart. He was ready to start new. He didn't want to kill everything. He, he, he really didn't. So he kind of went on down to the earth, and when he did, he knew immediately off the back that my dad's going to probably send something up here to destroy the rest of this world. It's not going to not happen. So he created seven elite warriors, and they are the seven Insane elite Insane warriors. Bro, yeah. That's why, I mean, and he's the strongest of them all. Like, can we not agree on that? Like, bro. Actually, I wouldn't agree with that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He's okay. definitely the most impactful, but, you know, someone we're going to talk about very, very soon, I feel like. Okay, I can see that. You know, everyone, I mean, it's, it's been said. I'm just going to put that out there. You should know this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should, because we will get to him here very soon. But, like, yeah, you know what? You do have a good point. He, he, he does come second towards that power. But, I mean, the fact that he's still the strongest of not that individual sin, but of the rest of them is pretty. Definitely crazy. the most skilled. I'll give him that. Yeah, 100 Yeah. Definitely the most skilled, definitely the the most clever. Um, You know, but Miliotis here, he comes down to Earth, you know, he gets the seven deadly sins, and they actually um, get framed, if I'm not mistaken. They get framed, you know, the... they were framed. Well, I believe it was, like, um, the... They killed the the two head holy knights. The two head holy knights. Yeah. The holy knights basically is the the army, in a way. So we can kind of get at that kind of point. Um, They're the army, and then, like, you know how you have, like, the green berets and stuff like that? That's what the Seven Deadly Sins were considered. The Holy Knights were the main fighting force, and they're strong. Don't get me wrong. They're very strong. They're humans with magic power, and that's crazy. It's awesome to think the fact that in this anime, you have humans who are who have magic. They, they're strong. They can fight. That's what they do. They defend against other races. So, I mean, the reason the Seven Deadly Sins were framed is because they killed the two Grandmasters, the two heads of the Holy Knights, which is... They didn't, though. They were framed. So... They're on the run, basically, all throughout the beginning because they're trying to be like, we're getting framed for something we didn't do, but everyone sees us as enemies now. So mm-hmm. that's all that's exactly kind of happening. Yeah, so at this point, you know, the seven deadly sins become no more. And, you know, Miliotis basically, he opens up a little bar, bar, you know, restaurant, you bar could keep, say? Yeah, bar keep, yeah, tavern type deal. Yeah, tavern type of, deal, type of deal. And, you know, he runs this, you know, for, for you know, for I don't know how long, honestly. And, you know, he stumbles across... Uh, lovely young lady named Elizabeth who came out of out of nowhere because like she came in in this humongous armor <laughs> yeah looking like a straight knight out of Dark Souls like I don't even know how to explain it yeah it's and crazy she literally like you know once the helmet comes off it's a, it's a lady Meliodas is shocked I was shocked by the way Meliodas is a huge pervert for all those who like a good laugh he's a humongous pervert it's humongous. great humongous literally like if it wasn't for that armor who those knows what would happen some curves <laughs> So, Elizabeth, you know, stumbles onto the tavern, you know, Miliotos helps her out because, you know, she's not feeling too well, and then after she gets better, you know, he ex- she explains to him, hey, I need your help to find the seven deadly sins because we gotta protect the kingdom. So, Miliotis, the captain of the seven deadly sins, basically accepts his, you know, her request, and they go on and, you know, to find the seven deadly sins, and then one of the first ones that they ever, that they find, if not the first one, if I'm not wrong, um, was, uh, Deanne, which is, she's a giant... We're not going to go too much into her because she is one of the seven deadly sins, but like 
the ones that we're focused on are going to be the ones that, like, everyone's like, oh my god, I love... Like, when you speak of the Seven Deadly Sins, he's going to be the ones that people are, like, automatically react to. And right at... So, he was the second one. So, the second yeah. the second Seven Deadly Sin that they stumble across or they find is one of my favorites. His name is Bond, the undead Bond, the fox in Agreed. That's right. That's and right. this guy, you know, is a straight bandit, like... If you can imagine, you know, one of these smartest robbers, one of these smartest bandits out there, you think of Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, from from little, you know, he had no parents, he had no money, he was, you know, completely broke, broke poor. Um, he just had to learn how to survive, you know, survival of the fittest with him. So he, you know, got raised by, um, you know, this beast man, you know, named... Uh, Chivago, right? Yeah. Chivago. That's a, that has a nice ring to it. Right? Chivago. Right? Sounds like a cheese, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, sprinkle some of that Chivago on For real, there. That's what I'm saying. Like, very fancy. Um, So, you know, Chivago, he was a master thief himself. And, you know, he see, you know, he had his son. And, you know, he, unfortunately, he lost his son. And then he uh, ended up ado- uh, adopting Bond. And he saw a lot of his son in him. And then he taught him everything he knew, how to steal, how to, you know, stay afloat. Which, by the way, we're not saying stealing is the way to go, but... Keep in mind, it's anime. Like, we all love anime, but we obviously know it's not 100%. Hey, man, if I have to steal to survive, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, we have to. But <laughs> It's just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to die. We're not promoting stealing, though. Food. We're not promoting <laughs> stealing, but don't get me wrong. But, you know, survival of the fittest again. So, you know, Bond becomes his master thief. He goes on, and he, you know, throughout this whole journey, he gets really greedy. Um, you know, again, yeah. he's a fox and agreed. So um, he wants everything for himself. And one thing he kept his eye on was the Fountain of Youth. Yes, Which bro, is something, yes. you know, completely amazing. Like, if it's real, great. If it's not real and somebody's trying to find it, like, I would want to find it. I just don't have the time to do that. Yeah, you're <laughs> You me. know, we got bills to pay, man. <laughs> so, um, literally, you know, he, he, gets, he gets obsessed with this idea. And the Fountain of Youth is actually in the Fairy Kingdom, right, Christian? Yep, the Fairy Forest. In the, in the fairy forest, so he goes up there, and um, there's actually a fairy that's guarding the fountain of youth, and this fairy's name was Elaine. She was the protector of it. So he goes up there and tells her, you know, basically, hey, I'm gonna take, you know, some of this water. I'm gonna drink it because I'm gonna become immortal, you know. And then she's like, no, you can't drink it. Nobody can drink from it. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, he, she was not letting no one touch it, bro. She was, she was the guardian. So she's like. Anyone who comes is not going to be allowed to basically pass. It's you shall not pass, literally. Literally, you shall not pass. And, you know, at this point, Bond is so greedy that he's like, I don't care what you say. You know, I'm going <laughs> to sit here for a couple of days and whether you like it or not, I'm going to drink out of this freaking fountain. Yeah. Like this literally. water will be mine. Like whether you like it or not, I'm Bond. I take whatever I want. I've been taking whatever I wanted since I was born. So, you know, at this point... Um, what happens is, you know, one of the demons, you know, from, you know, the demon clan. One of the main demon clan. Yeah, one of, one of the big demons comes and attacks the fairy forest and... Laying waste to everything in his path, by the way, which is everything. crazy. Like, you know, he burned everything down. Mm-hmm. Like, this forest was demolished. And he ends up, you know, at, at the, you know, the biggest tree where the fountain mm-hmm. is this, excuse me. And Elaine basically is trying to fight this thing, but, you know, she really can't. She's doing her yeah, best. With the power she best. has, she's strong, but she's not something that she could take it on, it's but she struggle. couldn't take it's it on struggle. all the way. That's, yeah, that's it's, a, it's a struggle for her. Um, and, you know, we still got Bond over here, you know, just sitting on the side watching, you know, on the sidelines. Yeah, and being a lazy bum. Being a lazy bum. And eventually, you know, he, you know, sees his girl struggling and he does end up helping her. 
Yep. So, you know, he he goes on and he he's pretty much demolishing this demon, but the demon gets a really, you know, a, you know, gets it's a, a demon. Good, like, gets yeah. a good he lick gets, on, he gets, he, yeah. on Bond. And, you know, Bond is hurt at this point and Elaine knows the only way to save him is to give him something to drink. <laughs> and what is that something to drink? You know, the fountain of youth. So then, you know, Bond, you know, at that point, you know, becomes immortal and he demolishes a demon. Bro. You know, saves the fairy forest and gets crowned as the fairy king. Yes, well, and that's the thing because the only reason why is he basically lost his stuff because Elaine died, which is sad. Yeah, she did end up dying. That was very sad. Um, you know, and that, but that just gives him more motivation, you know, to his path, you know, to keep going forward and become a seven deadly sin. Um, you know, so from there, you know, again, Miliotis finds them, you know, they have a great reunion. Hilarious, by the way, once you guys see it, you'll, you'll know. You will definitely <laughs> know when you see it. And then, you know, we go on and, you know, we get to, you know, the last thing that you're, you're going to see. And this is one, definitely one of, I know it's definitely your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> definitely your favorite. Because- Wait, it's a hundred percent my favorite because we have a group chat here and that's my name in the group chat. That's and all they literally that named the, you know, the lion sin of pride himself, Escanor. Escanor is, okay, so we are talking about the strongest human, the strongest sin, the strongest everything. Nothing compares to his power. And what I say about that is this man literally, he rises with the sun and falls with the sun, unfortunately. But as a child, he was given this crazy power and he had this monstrous strength. And his family was scared of him because of that. And he hurt his brother really bad one day because his brother was really bullying him. And he literally fractures his brother's wrist. Which is crazy because, like, it's really messed up from his brother. That's not cool. But straight fractures his brother's wrist and his parents are like, you monster. We need to get rid of you. Like, what are you doing? You know how hard you got to hit your brother to be considered a monster. Oh. <laughs> like, literally, like, your whole family just kicks you out. Literally. And he's saved by a maid. One of his maids. Her name was Rita. And that's exactly why he was still able to survive. And he was found by Sir Meliodas himself, captain. And the captain, he saw him, was like, you're really strong. He saw the potential, bro. Literally saw he how literally massive saw. Escanor is and was like, you want to become a seven deadly sin? And Escanor at first was like, what do you mean, seven deadly sin? <laughs> the deep voice, I like that. Yeah, literally, <laughs> you got to try and mimic it. Like, what <laughs> do you mean, not, seven right? deadly sin? <laughs> <laughs> For real. He's just like, get out of my way. and But no, nah, he ends up, the reason why he joins, though, is because he falls in love with one of the other sins. And that's that would be Lady Merlin. And... She is his reason for joining the Seven Day of Sins. Literally the reason he's in love with her, man. I mean, I can't blame him, but like... <laughs> yeah, you really can't blame him. Merlin is up there on, on the... Uh, on the waifu scale. On the waifu scale, for sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, I wish we could get into Merlin, but, you know, yeah, sadly we cannot. You know, yeah. maybe for another day. Yeah, for sure. But she's very interesting, you know, yeah. and, and very mysterious. So that's why we, we'd rather, you know, catch up. Get more information and come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But one cool thing, though, with Escanor is this man's power. He is the strongest during the day, but at night, he is literally a weakling. Like, if you saw him at night, compared to day, you'd be like, there's no way this is the same person. Literally no way, because at night, he's just this frail, tiny barkeep. That's all. He's the bartender at a tiny barkeep with no power. But as soon as that sun rises... That's why I said earlier, his power rises with the sun and, de- fa- and falls down. Yo, and when it's noon... Listen, y'all ever play Overwatch? 
high noon, like McCree type stuff, when it's high noon for Eskinor, that is at the peak of his power. Like he is unstoppable. Yo, get out the way. Literally. Yo, get out the way. Every single deadly sin, get out the way. Let Eskinor go to work. Well, the thing is his power, he, he literally generates a sun. This man can generate a sun with his power, which is absolutely crazy beyond belief. This man is insane. And like when you see him fight in the, in the series, because that's not until season three technically, you will see how strong this man is. And you will literally be like, now I see why he's the strongest sin as there is. Literally, man. He's completely up there. Um, you know, one thing I want to want to talk about, because I know, you know, out of these three sins, you know, um, probably Escanorns is the strongest Demiliotis Denbon. Yeah, I could agree with that. Well, no, because I, I could, I could, yeah, no, you're right. Meliodas or, bon, or, or Escanor, excuse me. It would, it would definitely go Escanor or Meliodas Bon, for sure. Strength, strength-wise. Strength-wise, 100%. Yeah, you know, one of the things I want to talk about with them, dude, is, um, you know, the Seven Deadly Sins each got a, you know, when Milio just put them together, they all got these, like, secret treasures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And I know Miliotis is, is, is a little bit, you know, we don't know a lot about his until later on. So, we you know, if you want to just leave that for last, we can start off, you know, with Bonds. Yep. So, Bond has this, you know, I guess you could say, you know, it's, it's a staff, but it's a, it's def, it's split into three parts and yeah, you know, by change. Absolutely. So crazy. he wor- he works it more like if they were like nunchucks. You know? Literally, literally nunchucks. It's it's absolutely insane like how strong they are too. They are literally basically like adamantium type metal, like cause they never break. It's crazy. They never break. He can literally stab everything with it like the, the the demon that attacked the fairy kingdom or the fairy forest. He used that to that, defeat that's it. what he used to stab all his freaking hearts. Like literally. He, was, he was screwed for the minute that weapon was pulled. You know, like, I think that's one of the best things. I know that there was his his actual secret ter- treasure was something else, you know, and it was like a, like a four, like a separate, you know, four-piece staff. Yeah. You know, it was all it was all together with chains, you know, just like the nunchuck kind of deal. Yeah, But exactly. it was definitely, you know, something something completely different. So, um, in a way, like, you know, it was definitely something that will do way more damage. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, like, what's crazy is that right there you see him use it throughout the whole entire show as well as in the movie i never get and, tired of it and he he just goes to work there's no other way to put it he goes to work like you when you see it you're just like oh my what dude i want to find that online and buy it yeah. that's, how, that's how much i like this weapon if they made it which i'm sure they do that'd they be do. so it might do. be worth trying to master this is a lot of money though yeah don't doubt it <laughs> it's a lot of money man i'm telling you um you know but i let's you know let's get into the Escanor, secret treasure. The Divine Axe Rita, named after the maid who saved his life, is a one-handed axe. And this thing weighs a ton, by the way. Only Escanor himself can lift this axe. And what's crazy about this axe is he uses it, he swings with it at a mighty force that can cause an earthquake, basically. Like when I, And this thing is massive, by the way. If you saw this... like Yeah. But if you saw this, you would think it's like a two-handed axe. Like, legit, because of how big it is. And he just goes to town with it and wields it with one hand and swings it around like it's a regular sword. Bro, that axe is probably the height of Meliodas. Oh, no, taller. 100% taller. <laughs> yeah, way taller. That's the best thing, too. Like, it, it's that long, that tall. And it not only, it can also absorb the heat that Escanor emits, which is pretty cool because when he releases his secret treasure, it literally creates a sun. So he could be at night and the sun's going down, his power's starting to weaken. He can release his secret treasure, which is Rita, and the night sky basically lights up as if it was day. And he can regain some of that lost power this way. If you are someone that's trying to drag out a fight against him, and he really sees that he needs to go on ahead and 
keep fighting and end it quickly, he's going to release that sacred treasure and you're like, oh, uh-oh. Like, you can't do anything because it literally just reboosts his power. And he's able to use multiple attacks with it. Like I said, he swings it once and it causes an earthquake. Like, it's massive. Literally, man. It's completely insane. And, you know, the next, you know, secret treasure we can talk about, you know, the captain's secret treasure. Um, honestly, you know, I, I like, I tried to find, you know, the name for that, but I, I really can't pronounce it like that, dude. I just, <laughs> I just know it's like this nice little sword looking thing. Yeah, I got you. you know, I got you. But, you know, like at first I thought it, that his secret treasure was actually. Well, um, the name of his secret treasure is Lost Vein. That's the name of it. It's a small Lost sword. Lost Vein. Vein. Yeah, Vein. V-A-Y-N-E. So it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say I knew Vane. I was wrong. I knew it. I knew it was wrong. A lot of people may think it's like Lost Bane, but it's Lost Vein. You got to get that V. That v v v v v v v I'm over here thinking it's Fang with an F. <laughs> Lost Fang. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. But, you know, that, that to me was definitely one of the biggest, you know, secret treasures. I like his just because it has his... um. His, his, you know, the Dragon Sin logo. Yeah, on the there. symbol on it, which yeah, is it really cool. Which, because I don't see that on anybody else's. No, you, and you got a point. It really isn't. Like, on all of the sins, they're not on there, which is actually quite surprising now that we both think about it. Yeah, man. It's very, like, I, I mean, I think that was the coolest feature on it. Yeah. You know, but that's just, that's just me. I don't know. But I mean, we, we can get into this power because, like, the thing is, he uses it because one of his magical abilities is full counter and, like, straight up any, any attack, any magical, physical. He can counter it back at double the strength. So, like, and he can use that sword, and when he does it, it, oh my, it just triples it. It's crazy. And then when he releases it, he's able to make clones of himself. Yeah, like, what? what, Dude, that's OP. Yeah, bro, you're talking about, like, some crazy stuff. That's the way he could be Escanor. <laughs> I don't way. even think at that point he'd be able to be Escanor with that much strength. I can't tell you what. Yeah, man, I, I, feel, I feel like he can, though. If you were to really go go at it. Well, for the sake of our talk in the manga. So anyone, it spoils for us too because they haven't brought it to the anime yet. But Sadly. in the manga, they actually are able to have a fight and Escanor wins because Escanor is Escanor. I can just leave it at that. Spoiler! <laughs> yeah, man. But, you know, now that we've gone you know, over a couple of the characters, man, we got new seasons coming out. You know, I know that there was a movie that came out and that, that movie is great, by the way. The Seven Deadly Sins uh, movie, um, it's the City in the Sky or something like that. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's so good. It's really, really good. It was a very good movie. I definitely suggest. But you cannot watch that movie until you've seen the latest season, though. I agree. So, so now that you know we've seen up to where we're at, what do you think is going to happen? Like, for example, like you know we saw the Ten Commandments. Yep, the Ten Commandments you know, came alive. Yeah, they came back to life, or you know they came back and. They just, you know, basically got destroyed. <laughs> you know, in, in short, you know, they got destroyed, you know, by the seven deadly sins. That, yeah, they, they did. That they did. But um, kind of like a little recap. So with season one, the biggest thing is they were trying to prevent the Ten Commandments from coming alive. Unfortunately, that obviously didn't happen because here we have season two and it's the revival of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, they failed. They literally failed. It was so bad. Like, I felt... And, and what's crazy is when you watch it, you'll be like, why does it look like the seven deadly sins are so weak when really they're not? Because you see them in the revival of the Ten Commandments, and you're just like, where did this power come from? Like, you see, because, hey, you finally meet Escanor, am I right? You, you finally mm-hmm. meet Escanor, and you're sure. just like, 
where has been all this time. And then you finally meet, you see the true power of Meliodas and the true power of like Merlin and the others. And you're just like, holy cow. Where was this all? Where was it all? Like, where was it? It just wasn't there. They have pregame jitters, bro. <laughs> they literally have pregame jitters. Pre-game jitters. Literally, yeah. they're like, they're like, you know what? We haven't fought together in a while. Let's just, you know, try to get back in the pace. Yeah, you I mean, know? that's a good point. It's like taking three weeks off and then trying to go work out again. Bro, I'd be dead. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Try, try, like running like a mile after like no a month of no running. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> um, you know. But with the end of season two comes a pretty big start to the next season getting ready to come out. And that next season is going to be actually released in here, I believe, in October. So we are very excited, and we'll probably come back at you again for another podcast to give a little update. But this next season, what I really hope to see is, and just coming from the trailers, it looks really, really crazy. Like, Meliodas has, like, a new form. Elizabeth finally has a new form. Everyone is just coming back, and it looks like it's going to get stronger and stronger and crazier and crazier. Because at the way it ended out of season two... I think they killed what, three commandments at most. I believe so. It was, um, it was. If I'm not mistaken. I believe it's three. Yeah, they he well Merlin captured one of them. Bond definitely killed one of them. Meliodas did killed well. He killed Fraudrin, but Fraudrin really was one wasn't a commandment. He was. He wasn't. He was. He wanted baggage. to become a commandment, but <laughs> he, he was, was extra baggage. He was extra baggage to the commandments. Correct. No, but the biggest thing I, I want to look, I'm looking forward to is uh, Meliodas' brother, the leader. Now oh, with the same commandments. Yeah, Esterosa. I want to see. No, not Esterosa. The or other, Zeldris. Zeldris. Yes. Okay. Okay. I want to see him and Meliodas go at it because I didn't see Zeldris at all. The only time you see Zeldris is when he's just standing there. Yeah, just standing but he's looking cool. Yeah, I mean, he's, when he when Meliodas gets tag teamed by all ten commandments, like that's the only time you really see that's him. That's the only time we see him. You know, Meliodas ends up dying, coming back to life. Yeah. And I still don't see Zeldris. You know, even like the last time you see Zeldris is when he tried to help Esterosa survive one of Escanor's cruel sons, which. They did because they're in the trailers for the next one, but like at that time, everyone was like, "Did they die? Did they die? I thought they died." But did you die? Well, I thought Esterosa died. I didn't think it's Zeldris died. Nah, I saw him in the trailer, bro. It's gonna be nuts. Like, I'm, I, I really want to see some more action though, too, because like, there was a lot yeah, of good I just action. See him go at it, because once I see that, because I feel like that's gonna be an epic battle. Like the animation in that must be like super high key, bro. Like, yeah, it's gonna be legit. It's gonna be insanity. I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, and that's a cool thing. Like you want to be able to see the action because like the way that they actually design it and the way they see it and the way that they make them use their magic against the commandments and same when the commandments use their magic against them, it's something breathtaking. I get goosebumps thinking about it and talking about it. I'm just like, holy cow, that actually happened. Like, did you see him swing his axe? Did you see him use that spell? Like, bro, what? No, yeah, definitely agree. Definitely gives you chills. <laughs> More I'm telling you, man. The first time I saw Escanor do the Rising Sun, yeah, literally, I lost it, bro. I, I still get chills. Still I mean, chills. I told you, man, he's the strongest commandment, and it's and, and it's and it's something to be lone and behold. Because when you actually finally get to see it for the first time ever, you'll just be like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of. There's a lot of O's. A lot of O's and O's and O's. But the biggest thing I'd say from season three that we want to see is we want to see a little bit more of that storyline. It's always nice to see where the com- where the where the continuation of a story goes because now it's getting kind of interesting. Now it's getting more towards, hey, the Demon King is sending these commandments. They really, really, really want to destroy everything. Like they want to come back and they want to make a big comeback. Definitely, 
Yeah, man. Like, super excited for that. But, um, you know, with this, man, um, we're, you know, we're pretty much, you know, done here, right? Yeah, we should be. About, was there anything else you wanted to kind of give a little? Honestly, man, I just want to talk more about that fight, but I, we can talk, I could talk about that all night, honestly. We could be here for hours <laughs> on it, just talking about hours, that fight, giving you exact, exact moment details, after like, moment frame by after frame moment. Like, oh, you did this, I did this, and like, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, man, but I think, you know, that pretty much wraps it up, you know, for our first ever. Um, for know, our first podcast, yeah, I think it podcast, does too for the sure. Anime branch. One big shout out though to my boy Matt here. He is the one who is letting us use all this amazing equipment to be able to come at you guys. So one just big shout out from my boy Matt here. He makes the magic happen. He does make the magic happen. Matt's the magic good. maker. <laughs> Dude, um, you know that's that's pretty much a wrap. Um, you know, definitely, um, we're going to be coming out with more, um, episodes, you know, in the near future. Um, definitely, you know, hit us up on all social media at, you know, the anime branch. Yeah. Um, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We got you. We'll be there. We're everywhere. So and if you, even if you have any, like, you know, suggestions of what animes we should cover, please let us know. DM us. We'll definitely be listening. Yeah, man. I'm Christian. My name is Edgar and this is the anime branch. Catch you next time.